gate connecting to plane noises. Hey, it's me, Donovan. I just got back to Chicago after having, helping my girlfriend move, and we went to Joshua Tree and I climbed some big rocks. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm Arthur, and I just got back from Micro Center Mall, bought a webcam, and also some Amy's Pesto Tortellini to eat for dinner. Yay! Oh, that shit's good, though. Yeah, it fucking slaps. That's that's in the upper echelons of, of frozen food. That's true. Is, I- is those pastas. How was Joshua Tree? That was good times, man. So we, we drove from Vegas to, to L.A. Uh, to help Abigail move out there. We stopped in Joshua Tree for, for two days on the way. And uh, this was like kind of entirely Gail's idea, so I didn't really know what to expect. I knew it was the desert and stuff. But the whole place is covered in like these big boulders that are just stacked on one another in like these mounds that you can mm. like climb up. And I guess it was, they came out of the ground with lava and then like the soil goes away. So you just have these huge boulders, like the size of a truck type boulders. Damn. So we like climbed on those and uh, walked to some like old 1900s dam and saw some jackrabbits and some old petroglyphs and stuff. It was fucking cool, man. I had a good time. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. So a little, not, not a little, not ideal to be flying, but I'm in a long distance relationship, so I just got to do it and take the precautions. So I'm about to be chilling at my place for three or four days by myself and then get tested. Yeah. Hopefully we're good. Waiting for the symptoms. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll be all right. They were they were very, uh, very on it with the masks on the plane, at least. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But so anyways, that's I just got back earlier. I'm fucking sleep deprived. Uh, we're recording Wednesday instead of Tuesday as a result. Uh, but coming out of my sleep deprivation confusion, uh, I have dredged up a, a, a recent memory from social media I'd like to tell you all about. <laughs> Let's hear it. This is a page on Instagram called at males soul. And... The whole, it's kind of like a just girly things page. Like, yeah. there's a picture of, like, a hot dude or Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. With, like, a quote-unquote inspirational, you know, quote on top of it. And I found this a few weeks ago. I thought it was satire. Then I thought it wasn't. Then I thought it was again. And then I saw them, like, they're sharing, like, rise and grind inspiration accounts that uh, are very, very serious. So I'm convinced this is real, but it has so many subscribers and I, it has to be because of just how absurd and dumb this shit is. Yeah. Uh, Arthur and I have been looking at this. I, I think we're just going to read some of our favorite quotes, maybe describe the picture. Uh, the first one I noticed is a picture of the Heath Ledger Joker, black and white. <laughs> Only the red of his lips and his cuts are colored. And it says, Boobs doesn't attract me anymore. <laughs> That's all Comment agree say. letters by letters for win a lucky story shout out. <laughs> like, I'm I'm very excited to meet a man who like simps for the male soul page. Who like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna comment on this so I can get a story shout out from male soul. Look, man, I was on the brink. I was in a dark place. And I was just scrolling Instagram, tears running down my face. When I saw it, a po- random post from Male Soul, 
and it inspired me. And it said, sixth month, two new boyfriend, and she calls herself a loyal lady. And there's some hot dude covering his face with his hand. Caption, comment loyal, letters by letters, for win a lucky story shout out. Here's, here's a gentleman. This is a bit of a blast from the past for me. Uh, this guy is wearing a Guy Fox mask. <laughs> and uh, it looks like some kind of like padded jacket with the hood up and like a ball cap with the Guy Fox mask. So it's a lot of cranial accessories. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's, he's given the middle finger and it says, The last time I saw something like you, I flushed it clearly. <laughs> Comment flush letters by letter for when a lucky story shout out. Jesus Christ. That has to be like a robot. Yeah. You know, with, with comment flush. And that's supposed to get guys stoked about being dudes. Yeah. You know? This is fucking full on dudes rock. But like, it's like, it's like dudes rock uh, with some kind of deformity, some kind of like. <laughs> ter- terrible malady that caused it to uh to lose a percentage of its mental capacity yeah i got left in the radioactive sauce for a little bit too long and <laughs> you know instead of saying things like hey you know what be cool with yourself you'll be all right be nice to people things will be all right it instead gives twisted advice like not boobs not sexy legs all he wants from you is a loyal heart and unforgettable Love and attention. <laughs> S-M-J-M-A-Y-A-K-Y-A. Follow at Mail Soul. Tags. Daily quotes. The good quote. Daily quotes. Motivational videos. Daily motivation. Success quotes. Entrepreneur quote. Hustle hard. Mindset quote. And just plain old quote. <laughs> who, are, who are these quotes from? Who, who the are, fuck has ever said this? <laughs> Is it the ripped dude in the back of the picture? Is this some, like, guy? And he was like, not boobs, not sexy legs. And they're like, damn, he's got a six-pack. I'm taking that advice. He's got this going. He's got this unlocked. I got <laughs> I got one more here. This one's fucking great. Uh, it's it's a, a, a beautiful little nuclear family. And they're all wearing, like, long white pajamas. And the, the, the presumable father is uh stand there holding a baby and they got a beautiful golden retriever and he's pointing at something on a on a heavily decorated christmas tree it's a very beautiful little uh classic scene it says don't worry soon you will have a loyal partner soon you will become a father and have two to three cute kids soon you will play with them soon you will smile as you used to and soon you will be happy and it's going to be your best days <laughs> One of my best posts. Follow Mill Soul for badass motivation. Is this badass motivation or like? There's nothing more badass than like, bro. I know you're feeling sad, but give it a few years. You can have two or three kids. You can have two or three children and a loyal partner. Yeah, not one kid. That'd be you know. That's not success, and certainly not four. <laughs> that doesn't represent the male's soul. <laughs> Entrep- hashtag entrepreneurial mindset what is that a- what <laughs> you know the number one rule when you're playing the stocks markets is make sure you have two two three kid uh one of them they spelled vagina wrong i like that very much 
Don't let vagina control your brain. Oh my god, it's fucking incredible. Because it like the the conceit. I'm sure this person thinks is it's just like all the combination of the stupid hyper capitalist rise and grind like human LinkedIn post type oh. garbage, but then also misogyny. But like it's written and just on pictures and shit in such a dumb way that it kind of really <laughs> reveals how dumb that shit is. And it kind of wraps around and it's very funny. So I don't know. I highly recommend you follow them. It's one of the most bizarre pages I've found. And I don't know, you know, get motivated folks. That's all I can say. It's a powerful scroll. Go, go take a look. Me and my queen will rise together. Arthur, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yep. Okay, well, hey, before we get to the questions, uh, I got one shout-out here. Uh, my buddy uh, Frank Johnson's birthday uh, is today, and his girlfriend set up a surprise party for him uh, over Zoom. Uh, but I found out kind of late, and flying back in here, it overlapped with the show. So I feel bad I couldn't see him, but happy birthday, Frank. Uh, I know he listens to the show, and uh, thanks for doing that. I hope you're having a good day. Yeah, what a strong name. It is, man. He's he, I met him at OSU. He's a good dude. Frank. You don't meet a lot of Franks anymore. That's a great name. That's tr- bring bring back the Franks. If you have two to three kids, name them all <laughs> name Frank. One of them Frank, or at least one. You can name them all Frank. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good good times. Well, we're happy to be back in the studio. And we're happy to answer some questions, and we're starting on a particularly weird one. Yeah. Here it is. My twenty three M girlfriend. As a dildo molded from her ex, dot, dot, dot. Hi there, throwaway account for obvious reasons. Met my girlfriend in college. We've been together about a year. We both graduated in the spring and just last week started moving into a new apartment together. When I was helping her pack her, her apartment, I found a box with some sex toys in it. I knew that she had a vibrator and a dildo, but we never used them in bed, so I hadn't really seen them. It was very clear that this dildo wasn't store-bought. It was made from one of those cock mold kits. I pressed her about it a bit, and she admitted that her ex had made it for her. At first, she tried to play it off like she doesn't use it, but eventually admitted that she uses it a few times a month. She doesn't want to throw it away because she says she likes the material more than the other ones she's tried. If it were just a regular dildo, I wouldn't care. But to me, it's not just a piece of rubber. They were together for two years in college, she was very in love with him, and he broke up with her. I know emotionally she's totally over him, but it feels like she still wants him sexually. She says I'm being possessive and to stop being jealous of a piece of rubber. I feel like she's basically been imagining having sex with him several times a month since we've been together. Am I just being irrational here? Or would other men have a problem with this too? And that was posted by Illustrious Chest, 1059. Do you know how hard it is to find a, a dilder with material that you like? It's not fucking easy. I, I bought my first realistic shaped uh, uh, dong in the past, like within the last month, right? It's like, I want like a penis one. And the texture sucks. It sucks in my butt and I hate it. <laughs> And if I, like, you know, so I can't send it back. You know what I mean? That's mine now. Yeah. I own this. And I don't want to throw it away because I don't want some poor garbage man to be like, ah. <laughs> Ooh, what do we got here? Ooh, what's this? 
so when you find one that has has good material that you definitely vibe with, that's not something that you can just let go lightly. Um, I think maybe the only answer is you got to make her a mold now. Is you have to do that. That that was gonna be my my suggestion too, because I understand what you're saying with that. I mean, I was, I was talking about the the butt plug stuff recently. Right. We're trying to find like the right kind and. You know, it's not really something you can return and, and, and all that. It is kind of tough to find exactly what you're looking for sometimes. It's true. Um, but this is this is a thing. Like, you effectively have uh, a, a kind of statue almost, like a, a recreation of your ex's genitals. Right. And you're putting them inside you. That, that's weird, man. <laughs> I would be weirded the fuck out by that. Yeah. Because even... It, I don't know. It's just like, there's no way you could just be using that and be like, this is just a regular dildo. Like, come on. Like, it, it is an exact mold of the thing. Um, but, I, you know, I do understand the, as we were talking about, you know, wanting to get what you're looking for, you know. So I think you got a right to be upset by this. I, I wouldn't, you know, maybe go overboard with it. But just tell her, like, basically that. Like, this, it, this is too intrinsically connected to that. But, you know, if she wanted, you'll you'll make her one of yours with, like, the same material or whatever. Yeah. Because I, I just think this is justifiable. That's that's bizarre. She's got to get in touch with the ex and be like, what was the brand of the kit you used? Because I want to make sure that we get the material right for this new one. Yeah. <laughs> then the send, send him back his dick copy. Yes. He's going to want that back. Because uh, if, a, if a fucking witch or a warlock finds that, she's going to be able to extract uh your true name from the shape of your <laughs> of your penis and you don't want that no very dangerous among the worst stis actually that's true but uh yeah i i think just find that same one and, and kind of do this with yours like i said don't bombard her with this like don't because i don't know there's two options here one is that she totally knows that this is a thing and i don't think this is impossible here uh and there is still some kind of like attachment there and it, it might not be you know she wants to leave you for this guy but sometimes you get residual sexual feelings but i still think that's not cool to be acting out and if she's lying to you about that that's no good yeah on the other hand though i don't know i could see it just being like well it's just a fucking dildo mm -hmm. like you know it, ultimately it is just a piece of rubber and i like the fucking material of it you know, not having any bad intent. Um, and so you're, you're coming after her about it. And she's like, what the fuck? I, I side with you in general. But what I'm saying is just express your concern without, like, giving her a really hard time about this. Yeah. You know, less like, what the fuck? And more like, this just weirds me out a bit. Can we, yeah. like, make a new one? Yeah, make it more about your feelings and less of accusing her of things. Like, I feel... Use use your I statements. This is this is good advice for everybody. Uh, I feel uncomfortable that there is a rubber statue of your ex's genitals in your home that you use to penetrate yourself with. Uh, it's difficult for me. Uh, is it? Yeah. Is it possible that we make a new one? We use my. You get a dick statue from me. Exactly. And if you know, if if she. Still is kind of coming back against that. That's where you kind of got to make your call here. And I personally wouldn't be cool with that because it just, 
especially if you double down, you're like, no, I got to keep the X dildo. It's like, really? You know, <laughs> I'm kind of picturing somebody, though, having a collection, you know, mm. like uh, General Grievous with all the stolen <laughs> lightsabers of all past partners. You just open a drawer and neatly lined up our uh, various penis copy dildos. And then she, she yelled, she calls you General Kenobi and then starts spinning them around. <laughs> it's like a little museum sort of thing. I don't know. It's none of that that cracks me up. I like it. And I, I, I don't know. I think some people, too, just that's not something that would bother them, while others it would. So, again, and like Arthur said, this is just good advice in general. Just come at this describing how you're feeling and not trying to like say something is right or wrong. Even if it is in your mind, I think that's just going to be the, the more effective way to communicate with your partner. Absolutely. But good luck. Good luck with with the the dildo ghost of her ex. You might have to destroy it in a ritual. Like, I think that this (laughs) thing holds power of some kind. You might have to, you might have to take matters into your own hands. Draw a salt circle, <laughs> burn it in the woods. <laughs> Good plan. Good plan. Hey, uh, you got any ideas for uh, spicing things up? On, spicing thing up on a date? What kind of thing? Well, so I twenty five F read a fair bit of erotica. I read this thing where the woman takes her panties off mid date and tells her partner, "My BF twenty six M and I are planning a date for this weekend, and we are going to get all dressed up, etc." I was thinking of spicing things up a bit, doing the whole taking panties off thing, uh, ready for sex when we get back. Is that something that men get turned on by? I don't want to ask my partner in case it's not much of a surprise if slash when I do it, but just wanted a general consensus. Uh, that was posted by throwaway R.A. Rel. Hmm. Uh, I think... This is another one we might need a little bit more information on. I think if you guys have been together for a while, you have a good understanding of what your partner's into. I think doing exactly what you're talking about and just kind of doing it as a surprise when you're out and about, I think that's probably going to go over very well. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think think of this. Okay, so you're, it's date night. And you, you know, you put on your, your best uh, fucking, you know, your shirt with a collar, you know, <laughs> You know, you're getting it all together. I put on my power sweater, you know, and uh, ready to fucking go out and hit the town. And she's wearing like a tight little form fitting dress. And then you get back from the bathroom and she is fucking hands you her panties under the table. Yeah, that's that's fucking hot and Ooh. unexpected, too. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I haven't even I ha- I've never kind of tried out this idea. No, it sounds I haven't really thought of this. This is great. this is this is good. Especially because it's, it introduces like, uh, like an anticipation into the mm-hmm. situation, as opposed to something where like maybe you've got one of those remote vibrators or something. Like also, you're not potentially exposing other people to your kink. You know, yeah. I think, and I think you can do that in a way that, you know, there's ways to do that that aren't problematic. I think, um, but I think this this right here is kind of the ideal. Because, again, it builds that anticipation. It's hot, but it's, like, pretty simple thing. And, like, most of what's happening is just going on in your partner's mind. Yes. And, yeah, I don't know. There's got to be a lot of excitement when you're out and you're like, oh, holy shit. And you're fucking, like, checking the watch. When, when are we going to get done <laughs> with this bowling you, when... tournament? <laughs> That's your fucking romantic. 
Dave, with your Oxford shirt and your fucking and her tight form fitting dress. It's you gotta take bl- your lady to roll down, down at the fucking Loveland lanes, just fucking <laughs> throwing. Oh, that's good. Hit a little Castle Skateland afterward. <laughs> or what are we done with euchre? What are you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Passes under the euchre table. (laughs) (laughs) Draw four. Fuck, this is going to take forever. Playing Uno. Doris and I were at bridge and she she passed me (laughs) her panties under the the table, you know, on the edge of her cane. And holy shit. It would be hard uh, to pass grandmother panties, (laughs) like, uh, uh, surreptitiously because of the sound of the flapping. That it would cause from the large amount of material that you would have to move. Like you could feel the air shift in the room. That's true. If you're gonna do this, you gotta get a granny thong. That's that's, that's what we're saying. <laughs> the RFTB granny thong. <laughs> we got a proper product lineup happening now. That's we got good. this Patreon up here. Maybe we make like a vote. Do you want the granny thong? The tote bag? Uh, or, or the, the, the Arthur cock mold. You want the cock mold for me? My fucking, <laughs> my fucking disappointing penis. Do you want that sent to you? We'll get, we'll make it out of good material though. We're going to, we're going to do some market research. Babe, I, I found, I found, this looks like one of those molded dildos. Who, who is this made after? <laughs> she just pulls up the fucking, uh, the podcast <laughs> art and she's like, you see the one? Who looks like a, a myopic old Jew? That one. It's that one's penis. I really like. I just wanted to support the podcast, and they have this cool product. <laughs> Fucking a. Oh, that's well, vote, vote now on your phones. Tell us your. Tell us your choice of the three. Yeah. Uh, back to the question. This. Yeah. I, I think this is good. Uh, as long as you don't have any sense, like he's not maybe shy about sex. Are you know are fairly open enough that sort of thing. As long as there's no like problems you could sense, and you're far along enough that you, that you know your partner here pretty well, I think just go for it. Yeah. Know? Is there is there a way? I mean, like, so this this maybe could be even a little embarrassing for somebody to do, right? To be like, let them know, oh, I took the fucking panties off in the middle of the date. Uh, it's essentially saying, guess what we're gonna do when we get home in a way that's, like, a lot hotter than just saying, guess what we're going to do when we get home? Break out the bridge table, baby! <laughs> guess what we do when we get home? And he's like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? We're going to play Risk for seven hours. <laughs> Kinky. Kinky. <laughs> but there's got to, you know, you. I, it's basically just letting him know that you want to have sex. That's all that yeah. is. Yeah. There's got to be different ways to do that. No, definitely so. You know, you could you could suddenly be at a restaurant or something, send him a nude from the bathroom. Mm. You know, anything like that. I think that just gets the like, this is what's happening later. Sure. Uh, I, I I think you're good there. I think the panties idea is great too. You know, so whatever you think is going to be best, as long as you think your partner is going to be cool with it. You know, if you're on the fence about that too, you could even be like, how you know, how do you feel about like secret kind of sneaky flirting and public kind of stuff, and just get a general. Read on it, and, and you know, and then going for it, I think it'll still be enough of a surprise. But kind of like as always, it kind of just depends on the situation. That's true. Well, good times. 
That, that is a spicy date. I think that would spice things up. I'd be fully, to... I'd be fully spiced. <laughs> if this happened. <laughs> yeah. Movie. Love to see people spicing it up. Movie, you know what else we love to see? What else do we love to see? Questions from our listeners in our listener question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, yeah, listeners with questions. What's up, listeners with questions? We're going to answer your listener questions. It's the RFTB question box. The segment of the show. Where you can send in your question to us uh, anonymously, and we'll read it on the show and answer it. Uh, if you'd like to send a question in, you can find the link to the question box in our Instagram bio, at Radio Free Tote Bag, uh, or on our website, RadioFreeToteBag.Podient.Co. You don't need to make an account. As I said, it's anonymous. Just type your question in, and we'll, we'll get it. Uh, and we got one this week, so here it is. Is it weird to masturbate while listening to dot dot whatever when i have cramps or a migraine i try to masturbate to help with the pain but sometimes i decide to do this while just listening to a podcast or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels a little creepy if i think about like i'm sexualizing some poor podcasters thoughts it is not weird if it's radio free tote bag exactly it depends on the show yes and this is the best one for it 99 percent invisible a little weird uh i was uh listening to an episode of wonderful by griffin and rachel mcelroy it's a very wholesome show and uh i was starting to you know i talk about this often about how like you'll be sitting there doing something and you go oh it's time to masturbate guess what yeah i pull out the wiener and i hadn't turned the show off yet and they're just talking about their i don't know rc cars or some shit i'm just like i can't this is not okay for me to do (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it takes you out too much. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't make it. I can't blast off if I'm not like focused. I, like, so I, I think as long as it's not like weirdly dark content, it's whatever. I, I believe in the concept of like a utilitarian masturbation session because sometimes you want to do the whole thing. You know, you want to watch some porn or look at some nudes or something and like spend some time on it. But sometimes, just like this, would wake me up. You know, or this would help with cramps, like OP sand. Sure, sure. And that's more of just kind of like a, it's just kind of a utilitarian act rather than you're trying to like get into some kind of fantasy or something. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that's, I'd do that sometimes. I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're doing it for like pain relief. This is like, you're doing like medication here. It's like, you know, it's like taking a migraine pill, but you have to like beat up your clitoris a little bit. Right. Yeah, and and I don't think you're sexualizing, you know. Any, it's not like you're on a like a phone call with somebody that you're involving them, <laughs> right? You know, with uh, with the way Radio Free Topeg is uh, sweeping the nation's uh, speakers and stereos right now, it's kind of let's be honest, it's kind of hard to masturbate without hearing our podcast <laughs> from a neighboring window, folks. from uh, your your partner uh, out in the living room. You know, it's it's hard not to. Those you know, it's damn be kind rowdy of, kids driving down w- the street blasting raw of TV. <laughs> it would be abnormal not to be masturbating while listening to RFTB because you know we're we're everywhere. We're sweeping the nation. We're a f- <laughs> sensation phenomenon. 
I like the way you said phenomenon. That was great. Phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, th- I I think you're cool, and uh, yeah, you know, there's there there is just kind of a stigma around sexuality in general. But if you're by yourself, it's just like you know, do do your thing. There's nothing wrong with that. True ass. Thanks for sending the question, though. And uh, thanks for listening. And, and thanks for jerking it while you're listening to yes, us. Yes, I am. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right, homie, what do we got next? Well, uh, I have the deaf accent. It makes me nervous to have sex with the man I'm seeing. I'm seeing this wonderful man, and he's aware of my deafness. Give some background info. I was born deaf, which has affected my speech development. My voice sounds different, and it's my biggest insecurity. I've been made fun of because of my voice. Hell, I refuse to speak unless it's necessary. That's sad as fuck. This man is aware that I'm insecure about my voice, and he said he would like to sleep with me one day, but I just can't. I know deaf people are very vocal during sex and have been made fun of for that reason. I just don't want to be a laughingstock. By the way, I'm a virgin. This is posted by Curious Talk Knock. <laughs> All right, Curious Talk Knock. Um... I'm I'm not are you familiar with with this deaf accent they're talking about? I have heard it. And in fact, um I was going to mention uh I had heard a joke about this. There's some joke where the punchline is like having sex with a deaf girl and make and the noises that they make, which is fucking horrible and insensitive and stupid. Yeah. Like it's it's a lot like, you know, we've talked about this on the show. It's a lot like making fun of somebody's laugh. You know what I mean? You know that yeah. thing you do when you're happy? It sucks. Yeah. Uh, the, I think that I pray that this dude that, that you know, wants to get involved with you sexually is going to be chill about whatever sounds come out of you while you're going at it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it sounds like you're kind of giving it some time uh, before you're potentially hooking up to... And if you're spending time, you know, you're talking and stuff. I mean, he's aware of how you sound. He's, I assume, aware of of what you're dealing with. And, uh, you know, he's clearly still into you, though. So, um, you know, maybe just be like, hey, you know, I might sound different than, like, your kind of normal, what you would expect during sex. But it's because I'm into it, you know, and I'm a little, I'm a little shy about it. And I think they'll be reassuring towards you. And if they're not, you know, tell them to fuck off. But I think if you're at this point, I don't think they're going to be like, Oh, you're gonna be like loud and sound different when we're having sex. I'm fucking fuck that, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to have sex. Like, like what? <laughs> It'd be dumb. Yeah, I think that. Uh, I think that it's gonna be okay. Uh, there's a comment here that I think sums up what I'm trying to say. It's kind of long, so I'm just gonna kind of truncate it. It would be unfair of anyone to say that you should just go for it because insecurities are not always rational. You might know that this guy cares about you, but the way you feel is not something you can always reason your way through. So it's going to take a bit of effort on your part to sort out just how much potential embarrassment you can deal with. I'm not saying that anything is going to happen, but according to your insecurities, it might. So here's an option. You can try to talk to your guy about it or maybe even send him an email if it's too much to talk about it face-to-face and tell him what makes you worry about your first time. So it's about like making your insecurities known to him ahead of time and just like kind of like prep him for it like okay i am worried that i'm going to sound weird when we fuck 
And I have to imagine that the response is going to be, you can sound however you want. I like you and would like to be physical with you. Right. And again, if it's any response other than that, you know, then if, you can if they're, that. yeah, you, you know, this isn't the person, um, especially because I, I think, especially your first partner, having a bad first sexual experience can really fuck with you. Cause then like, you're kind of, you could potentially have some fucking trauma or just some bad kind of anxieties built. If you have a bad one that time around, especially if you're dealing something uh, with something like this. So I think having the trust with this person and having the understanding, and I th- if, again, if you're comfortable with it, being very open about this, I think is going to be the best for that. Because again, if they're with you being open about these things and they're being sensitive and trustworthy, that's a pretty good sign. Whereas, you know, if they're not, or you're still feeling very uncomfortable, then you mean you don't have to do this. Maybe it's the wrong person. Maybe it's the wrong time. Um, but I mean, it seems like this is really sitting deeply with this person, you know, it's affecting their day-to-day life. And anybody who sounds different or looks different, you know, that's a lot of times that can bring like stigma and bullying and, and all kinds of shit. And that, that kind of thing sticks with you. Um, so as that commenter was saying, I think uh, just just really make sure you're at a good point with this guy. I think it's going to be normal to have a little bit of anxiety because this is a first time you have this thing you're anxious about. Um, but if this is really overwhelming, you can always wait. Like there's no there's no real rush on this. Right. You know? So. Don't, and that's another thing is just not putting a lot of pressure on yourself about this because it's really hard to enjoy a sexual experience, especially for the first time, if you're in your head with other stuff and, and you can't relax. Um, so I'm not saying any of this to kind of spook you, but just to, you know, put put the effort in there and the conversations and kind of the, the thinking about your situation, uh, like self-reflection necessary to get you to the a good point for this to make sure you have a you know you have a good experience the first time around and i think if you do that i think you will there you go i don't think you will i don't think anyone has a good first sexual experience <laughs> i think most of the time it's like you're like oh my god how did how, i'm so embarrassing it's just embarrassing all the way around i came in 10 seconds and then i cried <laughs> <laughs> I was I was still very Catholic at the time, and I was like, I, immediately, I was like, you, you know that post-ejaculation moment of clarity? Mm. You combine that with, like, Catholic guilt and neuroses, mm. and it's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to hell. <laughs> oh, no, this is irreparable. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I had, I had that, I had, so there's the post-nut clarity, there's also the post-nut fog. Where you're just kind of like, oh, for me, it was like, oh, my God, that just happened. So uh, <laughs> I come in his butt and then he fucking he run, he like like stumbles out the back door into the backyard. <laughs> we had been streaking a lot at the time. And he um, <laughs> he just goes out in the yard and then he comes back in a few seconds later and he goes, I just farted. Come. Did you come in? <laughs> And I'm this still, is the first time. Yeah, and I'm in my <laughs> I'm in my nut fugue, and I'm just like, yeah, man, I did. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Wow, isn't that weird? I did. I came in your butt, ripping a cummy a cummy toot, man. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. You ever rip a cummy toot? 
<laughs> Jamie, pull up that clip. <laughs> That's wild. That's some of my Foley work for you. I love it. <laughs> go, again, good luck to this person. I, I hope things go go excellent for you. And uh, have a better time than, you know, than uh, either of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's hoping. Jeez. All right. Next question. I wouldn't mind being a virgin male if there wasn't so much stigma and judgment over it. I don't mean to sound like an incel or something, but being a virgin has really lowered my self-esteem and got me made fun of. Well, why do you tell people? Don't tell anyone. It's none of their business. The thing is, I don't tell people. I have been involved with groups of guys a few times who at the time I considered to be friends. As guys, they'd often talk about their sexual experience Uh, experiences and girls they've been with. I am a very bad liar, and whenever the attention was focused on me, I couldn't come up with a good story or lie, so I just admitted I was a virgin out of pressure. Oh, big burp. (laughs) Some of them told other people, and it got me teased a lot. Even my fucking parents give me shit for being a virgin. They say they're disappointed in me because I am a failure of a man and I never introduced them to a girl. At one point, they even suspected me of being gay. Fuck my life. Fuck the people, especially sexually active people who shame virgin men. It makes me feel bad, bitter, and envious as fuck at other people with active sex lives. If there was another world where virginity truly meant nothing, then I wouldn't care any less about being a virgin. Sorry for the rant. I hope I didn't come off as hateful or anything. I just had to get this off my chest, and there's no one for me to talk to in my life. I'm really frustrated right now. And that was posted by Two-Headed Ostrich. I have to imagine it's difficult to get laid if you are a two-headed ostrich. So, (laughs) you know, I feel for you, and we all have our challenges. It's just going to be more difficult for you being a large, flightless bird with two heads. Stick us in in the quokka! The cloaca. The cloaca. Cloaca. First I said a small Australian animal, and then I mispronounced it, and then got it with Arthur's assistance. <laughs> um, so this man is a victim of the patriarchy. This yes. Is a, this is a feature of misogyny that uh, any man who is unable to, uh, unable to claim conquest over women is less of a man. And it's some old bullshit, and it's something that we all have to work together to fucking defeat. Um, in the in the meantime, the in between time, uh, you just gotta. If this is really an issue for you, and you really want to lose your virginity, and you really want to have sex, I want you to evaluate that reason for wanting to have sex first. You know what I mean? Is this a yeah. good reason to have sex because people make fun of me? Is this a good reason to involve another person physically? just to, like, get over this social hump, you know? Right. And have, you know, a pretty important and uh, potentially, like, intense experience just out of pressure. That That's a bad recipe there. Yeah. This, uh, is, this is what people talk about 
I mean, this is what toxic masculinity is. Yeah. You know, the right has kind of perverted that through, I think, deliberate misunderstanding for some and just being dumbasses for others to mean, oh, all men are toxic. It's all bad. But that's not the case. The idea is that there's elements of what is defined as traditionally masculine that are garbage. And it doesn't just affect women. It rolls back onto men, too. And this is an example of that where you have this pressure and you're seen as less of a person because you you know, you haven't had sex. Uh, and what's wild is a lot of times guys will get the shame from that. And instead of recognizing like, oh, it's this fucking stupid patriarchal system that is making me like get grief just because I haven't had this experience. And instead like double down on it and start to blame women and society yeah. and all kinds of shit like that. And it's like they become... Uh, they become the toxic person like because they were affected by that shit. Yeah. And that's what I talk about, like where, where I have sympathy for people because like, I understand having that anxiety, you know, it sucks to like feel lesser and be made to feel lesser, you know, by, by your peers, you know, that's just not right. Um, but again, like this, this is why we need feminism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not, it's there's, there's so many elements of it that aren't, you know, that, that oftentimes, affect men you know as well and in, in kind of a different way like this um so i would just be, be focusing on being okay with this for now and believing in yourself and recognizing that you're you're a worthwhile person just because you haven't done this and in a roundabout way if you want to have that sexual experience you're going to have a lot better luck if you're comfortable with being like uh, you know i'm a virgin as opposed to trying to hide it and feeling crappy and yeah. getting pressure, feeling all this pressure to make it happen. Because uh, as somebody who went through that, like at the start of college, I, I had some really low self-esteem. And I remember like having that, like, oh, I just want to like have a partner again, mm. made it so much more difficult. Because anytime you're in a situation where like you want to hit on somebody, you like somebody, it's like this high pressure thing. It's like it's been like if I fuck this up, you know, I'm never going to be with anybody. And you just, you can't operate when you're in like that level of anxiety. It's true, because uh, you all of this mental energy is going into uh, propping up this sort of appearance of uh, of of like the shameful person. Like you put a lot of energy, like when you feel ashamed of yourself, you put a lot of energy into reinforcing that shame. Uh, and if you can move past that and let go of it and learn to. Uh, just accept the fact, yeah, I just, I haven't had sex. Uh, and think about the reasons why that hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? Because what they're going to, what the patriarchy tells you is the reason why this haven't happened yet is because you're not a man. You're not sexually powerful enough to, I don't know, trick a woman into touching your penis. Right. Uh, but like, maybe the, maybe the reason is you haven't, fucking found the right person yet you haven't found somebody that you're attracted to in that way uh enough to to make a move or uh maybe there's something going on with your sexual identity i don't know maybe you are gay fuck doesn't sound like you are but like this is a possibility this is why you haven't had sex with any women because you haven't been attracted to any women because you're attracted to guys or maybe you're not attracted to anybody sexually maybe you're ace which is okay like it's all okay right and again, the way that you sort that out is focusing inwards and figuring yep. yourself out. Go on dates when you can. And another thing with this, 
And I think this was like kind of a turning point for me with self-confidence a while ago. But I had this kind of realization, like what the traditional kind of like big, good components of like manliness, you know, are confidence and like liking yourself and that sort of thing. And so in that, I think, healthy framework, and I think for most people, like what what do you see as like the, which of these people would you be attracted to like what is the more manly guy the yeah. guy who says you know hey, i'm a virgin it just hasn't happened yet or the guy who says fucking oh i'm a virgin because women women won't fuck me i have to fuck <laughs> <laughs> that dude's an idiot that's not a manly guy that's just a fucking crazy person yeah or even worse they talk about bone structure a lot they're like i don't have enough of a chin to fuck oh god yeah. I mean, there, but there is, there is something to that. I understand the insecurity of, you know, because you can be a guy and, and not very attractive and, and it can make things more difficult. But that being said, that it doesn't make it impossible. And physical looks, like while they can be kind of helpful in, in flirting situation and kind of, it definitely gives you a bit of a leg up. Motherfucker, like there's ugly people all over the place with partners and they're yeah. fucking happy with where they are. And yeah. it's not because they're settling. It's because they found somebody they truly like, and they like themselves, and and it works out like that. Yeah. How do you, you got be searching ugly for people? That? Ugly people, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. In, in that department too, I've I found just building confidence things, and if this is coming from a place of insecurity, and especially physical insecurity, get into fucking the gym or something like that. Just find like an act, a physical activity that you like that you can work on that'll help you physically feel better. And also just like, I'm a believer in having a project like that and putting time into it, you know, in in a healthy way. I think that just makes you more confident too. And I think that makes you build as a person, you know, when you're kind of like, this is just for me, I'm not doing this for, you know, cause I have to, I'm doing this cause you know, I think I'll be feeling good if I do this, it'll help me get to the place I want to be. So Lift some fucking weights. You know, think about yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself about this not happening. And if people are teasing you for this shit, don't fucking hang out with those people. Yeah, Fuck those, those people, people. suck. That's so lame. That is so fucking lame. Yeah. Ugh. It's bullying. Don't bully people. And it's bad. Like, it's just dumb bullying. <laughs> like, that's... Oh, uh, the society virginity bad. <laughs> you're a fucking... Well, if you're a guy bad. Oh, you're... You're a virgin. <laughs> like, sick, dude. Fucking well, and, great bit. And the concept of virginity for women, like, cuts a completely different and also an equally shitty way. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, ugh, ugh. And those, you know, and those things are related. It's just like, again, you're not in, there's not a war between fucking men and women. It's traditionally defined or whatever, like. Everybody is affected by this in negative ways, and yeah. the only way you can fix that is get out of that mindset and be fucking an example for other people, and you know help other people to get to that point of confidence so you don't get fucking batted around by stupid social norms. True. You want to hear some shit? What's that? My friend with benefits goes on his phone when I give him a BJ. <laughs> I uh. I-19F met my friends with benefits 20M off Tinder around a month ago. 
and we've only had sex once, and the rest of the times we just meet up in the car, and I usually end up giving him a BJ. I'm fine with giving him BJs because I enjoy it too, but I don't know how I feel when he goes on his phone. Is that normal? I guess there's not much he can do in the car while I'm occupied, but still. Makes me feel used, and he's not fully there slash paying attention to me, and that's posted by throwaway 62738466, and it's because you are being used. <laughs> it's This is also just fucking bizarre. Who yeah. has ever been getting a blowjob and been like, oh, I got a Facebook notification. God. <laughs> oh, just keep going. Let me check this real quick. I don't know. Maybe he's really busy. Maybe <laughs> he's got, like, a lot of work to do. He's got to, like, you know, <laughs> return some emails. Rise and grind. Multitask. <laughs> Work hard, play hard at the same time. <laughs> uh, car, car beegers. Car beeger and he's on the phone. Uh. That's, it's, that's just, st- don't, don't give this guy a BJ. This is the lamest yeah. shit in the fucking world. That's yeah. so, that's like mind bogglingly rude. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Maybe he's trying to like, I don't want to give him any credit, but maybe he's trying to like, look inconspicuous in the car, you know? Uh, I mean, it's possible. That still sucks. Like, Ooh, and, or go ahead. Like, put on some music and fucking, like, act like you're dancing in your car while you're getting a feature. That's, that's preferable. Or just find a good sneaky spot. If yeah. you were in a situation where being on your phone versus not was going to save you, you're probably going to get fucking caught there. That's true. No cop is going to roll up and be like, oh, just a teen texting in the front seat and his face is red and sweating profusely. <laughs> must be, damn, must be watching a particularly good episode of NCIS <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> yeah, you know, this, this is just mad disrespectful. I Like, yeah. I don't really, unless it's something like that, but even if it is, that's just so, like, thoughtless. It's like, wh- what would possibly get them to that point? I yeah. just, I don't. Don't hook up with this guy. Yeah, you can this do better weird. than Carbeegers too. There's there's a better friends with benefits out there who is not going to like pick you up in his car and drive you into the woods so you can suck his cock. You know, <laughs> right? The, the only other I hadn't really thought of this, but I'm seeing a couple people saying he maybe he's recording. <laughs> that's that would be not a beyond fan. just stop seeing him like that's. You know that you're being fucking filmed without your consent, like it's straight up illegal. Yeah. Um. So make sure that shit's not happening. Jesus fucking Christ! Ah, oh, that'd be so fucking. Ugh. Mm. Uh, user here says he could also be a Candy Crush pro, so like maybe he's playing games. <laughs> Which I and he he can only he can only like compete at max rank if he's actively getting sucked off. <laughs> I have. I have played video games while receiving head, and that's that's a thing. That's a pretty yeah. profound experience for a gamer. But like and that, that could be a kink, but that's like something you agree on. You yeah, know, you, you don't gotta, just like gotta, boot yeah. up the PS4 while you're getting dumb. Ah, you're getting dumb, and she just hears beep beep beep, like behind her. And you're like, what? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, babe, we're playing competitive Overwatch. Oh, we need the support. They need, yeah, they need their Zenyatta, and the only way I can reach the serenity required to land these Zenyatta snipes is while getting dumb. <laughs> Ugh. 
Uh, but okay, no, no good answer to this. No, this Either guy just sucks. Break ass. up with this dude, and if it's a fucking recording situation, that's fucking. I get legal help. Like, oh my god. Yeah. But Oof. I don't know. That would be bl- wildly blatant to be doing that. But again, like I, I can't underestimate the fucking stupidity and depravity of horny, ignorant men. That should be the tagline of our program. <laughs> <laughs> it's a show about relationships on top and that on the bottom. <laughs> I just want that in like, um, like a fucking tattoo scroll, like around a heart. <laughs> Uh, never underestimate the stupidity and depravity of. Uh, right. I forgot my quote, Arthur. We'll never forget we'll the stupidity up. and depravity of cockwarming. There we go. Let's put that over uh, a picture of me and send it to male soul. <laughs> you want to read this next one about cockwarming? Let's do it. This is a topic we're familiar with, folks. Let's see if you can make the the connection here. What are the most comfortable oral cockworming positions while in bed? The wife, 39F, and I, 43M, are both in love with the cockworming kink. She suckles herself to sleep every night, and we both find it relaxing and stress-reducing. The problem we're having is finding a position that she can sustain for more than 10 minutes. She wants to do it for hours, but she has to keep repositioning herself. In our bed, I lay on my back, and she lays on her right side with her head on my waist and my dick in her mouth. She'll sometimes play on her phone while I watch TV, but the whole time she's laying on her right arm, and it gets uncomfortable as she is cutting off circulation. We've tried it once on our sides facing each other, but then she can't use her phone or watch TV. It must be getting frustrating for her, which sucks because we both love it so much. Anyone here who has figured this out? Our cockworming is completely useless! (laughs) TLDR looking for a comfortable position that allows my wife to suckle my cock and watch TV or her phone for extended periods of time. First world problems, I know. Posted by Jabberwonky. VR headset. So you, lay, so you lay on your side. <laughs> and then she lays kind of like, like you put your legs on either side of her head and you kind of like bring your knees up towards your chest a little bit. And then right. she lays like on her side with her head on your leg wearing a VR headset watching whatever <laughs> she wants. <laughs> Sucking D while in uh, a Family Guy VR episode. <laughs> Just oh, watching. that talking dog is too funny. Oh, <laughs> Lois, Lois is a treasure. He's so funny. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I, I, yeah, but I don't... I don't it's, it, it is just such like... It, it's an awkward position to be in if you're trying to do something else. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. your, your eyes are facing... Well, like... But the side, if you lay, like, on the side, and you can see the TV. But I never yeah. liked watching the TV from, a, like, a side-laying position because the TV's all sideways. Yeah, that always fucks with me, too. So that, hmm. you know, that's all. Turn the TV on its side and then do this? Ooh, yep. 
mount the tv sideways it's like it's the it's the the fucking 21st century equivalent of having a mirror on the ceiling uh but it's having the tv sideways so you can so you can cock warm while you're if you see I like the that sideways verb. tv you know what's up yeah they come in it's like ooh, i know you fuckers like to get down <laughs> Like laying your flaccid penis in, in your wife's mouth while she just fucking. <laughs> well, so I mean, this is this is the same as the cock nursing stuff we talked about nursing. a few episode a few episodes back, which is interesting because I guess there's a whole subreddit for it, even if it is completely useless. Which well, I gotta we gotta find out how useless it is. Yeah, take take a take a look see there. We're I, in, in the here. meantime. Here's, here's, I got one idea for this, maybe a modified version of what you're doing. I imagine you're laying on a side, you know, right side of your head is on this guy's uh, waist, PP, you know, pulled up into mouth. And uh, then you, you're kind of, your arm just has to be under you. But if you go parallel in that same position, right? So your head's halfway down this guy's body, you know, his legs are kind of would be on your stomach. Your stomach would be against those. Then you could stretch your arm upwards, and I don't know, like if I'm snuggling, and it's that arm, like you're trying to spoon, but what do you do with the arm? I usually just throw it up like that behind the pillow, because that's much more comfortable than like wedging it under your torso. Right. I said, now, I don't, I'm just, that now, I'm just, now I'm just looking at pictures of people blowing each other. All right, I gotta check this out, too. <laughs> Is it just pictures and shit, or is there discussion? There's, there's videos. I haven't found any, like, good discussion. It's usually, like, most of the stuff that's, like, user submissions and not just some fucking BJ porn is, like, an image of, like, usually laying on the side, and then she's got her, her face pointed down towards the feet, right, so she can, uh-huh. in many cases, see the fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> Or the or the ocean view in this one. Yeah, the that one's great. On the beach. Cock nursing in the in the fucking beauty of nature. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find a good uh, something that might have the the right angle, but I'm just seeing a lot of dicks and mouths. Yeah, this chick has really pretty eyes. Nice. Hey, I saw you on our cockworming. Just wanted to tell you, I had really pretty eyes. You have got really good pretty one. eyes. Here's another oh. one on the side. They have a blanket folded up under yeah. uh, the sucking partner's head. There's a little pillow. That could prop you up a bit, have a little bit more room for your arm, too. Yes. Maybe experiment with the cushion there, especially if you're that... using the parallel Donovan technique that I just came up with. That's definitely the move. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what? I want to try this. This seems really nice. <laughs> this seems great. Like I said, I did it the one time, you know, in, in the coochie. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty cool. But, you know, that's just a little easier to navigate because one person doesn't have to be halfway down the other person. Right. And it's just, you know, it's nice because it's like no expectations. You know, nobody's trying to get off. Yeah. That's, that's just a low-key thing. It's just kind of sex adjacent. All I'm right. fully distracted. I gotta close this. Yeah, I gotta stop looking. <laughs> this, this, she's just deep throating a dildo. That's not. That's not cock warming. It's dildo warming. That's dild warming. Now she's putting on a uh, protective mask over the deep throated dildo. Oh my god, That's is she gonna go outside drool. like that? <laughs> Somebody's like, "Hey, can I ask you for the time?" 
It's like staying plugged, but for your mouth. That's wild. Fuck yeah. Oh, Jesus. Good Our times. cockworming is completely useless in in my estimation. This user is correct. Yeah. Kind of hot, though. I dig it's it. A little, a little hot. Makes me want to try it. Yeah. We'll hey, report got, back. Hey, I got one of those. I could try that. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. You ready to get the fuck out of here? Let's do it. I'm so, I got, like I said, three hours of sleep, flight to fucking Chicago. I'm so fucking sleepy. I'm going to see if fucking Zisty wants to get back on some divine cybermancy and fucking play some janky ass 11 year old fucking shooter game from France. There we go. And uh, hey, heads up, folks, too, if you haven't yet, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash RFTB. Uh, we're recording the second uh, bonus episode of the month tomorrow with uh, Kyler, uh, who was on the show a few a few weeks ago. And uh, we were talking about it. He's, he told me a couple stories he remembered from uh, living out in L.A. when I was there. So it'll, if you want to hear about a very messy era in Donovan history, that'll be a great one to uh, to take a peek at. <laughs> RFTB After Dark, L.A. Nights. Ooh. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Our intro song is the song Hanging On. By the band Nowhere, you can find their music at nowheremusic.band.com. The song is Stephanie, but by the Hayfellows. You can find it on Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or Spotify. Three words, the Hayfellows. <laughs> Woo! It's my cheer. We did it. We did it. This one was funny. I had a good time. Yeah, uh, this, is, this has been great. Uh, it's good catching up with you. Glad you had a good time out in the West. Yeah, buddy. And uh, guess what? I'll fucking just fucking love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. Hey, did you want uh, cheese on top of that? <laughs> <laughs>